If, if you couldn't play in it, would you want to be a runner? Um, yeah, oh, would I, would yeah, no, I would think so. No, I don't, I wouldn't, no, wouldn't want, <laughs> wouldn't want to be the coach. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be, your yeah, next best would be, if not playing in it, yeah, you'd be the runner, definitely. I just want to be the bloke that sits on the bench and does nothing. Right, Has a look at the, No, just looks at the camera every now and then and go, oh, it's a bad injury, get him off. <laughs> right. Well, look, we, we're going to go inside the Cats now. We've uh, we've done the Swans, we've got it right, O'Keefe on. He gave us a great insight into what the uh, Swans are going to be about. Let's head into the Cats room. This is a deep dive. We are deep diving. The, one of the greatest Geelong players of all time, two-time, um, well, two-time premiership player with the Swans. Oh, also, with the Cats. Uh, with the, yeah, sorry, with the Cats. That's my mistake, of course, with the Cats. Uh, two-time NAB Cup Premiership player as well. And that's Shannon Burns. G'day, Burnsy. G'day, Jack Woz and the Oracle. G'day, mate. Um, yes, excited to be here. That, that introduction gets more and more outrageous every time. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you introduced me, so, um, yeah, I, uh, I'll be, yeah, be looking forward to the next time I come on the show, see what else you can throw in. Well, I'll try, try and find some awards from your juniors to, to throw up there. I'm, I'm sure you you, won, you would have won a couple of league best and fairest in your juniors growing up, yeah? Yeah, a couple, couple in there. Five premierships as a junior. Really? We, uh, yeah, we, won't, we won't go of into course. that. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like the whiz. We had the whiz on before. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know, I need to pull my head in. <laughs> oh, no, no, the Wizards got you covered. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Shannon was here. Thanks for coming on again. You're one of our uh, favourites on here. Now, we we want to get straight into this week's game, and we know Max Holmes has had it under, under a bit of a cloud. And yes. you, you've had a lot to do with the young blokes, and he's obviously one of them. Have you had a sort of a chat with him? How's he feeling and, and, and what's happening with Max? Uh, yeah, definitely had a few chats with him um, around how he's going, how he's feeling. Um, in his mind, and, and the chats that I've had with him, it's just he's he's preparing himself to play, and um, you, you can't really go in with any other mindset other than that when you when you it comes down to the final bell as to whether you get up or not. So um, he's he's as positive as ever, really, at the moment. And um, the, the the big test will be on Friday, so hopefully he can. Um, he can come through that um, and, yeah, and be good to go on Saturday. But, yeah, for now, at the moment, he's just preparing himself as if he was playing on Saturday. Now, it's, it's amazing how history repeats, uh, repeats Burnsy, because you know, last year you were with the Ds and uh, you sort of had a similar build-up to another uh, to another uh, key player, a different position, of course. But was it um, Stephen May who had his hamstring? Is it, is it similar yep. in any way? Uh, well, yeah, I, I suppose in, in some ways the, the injury is only like it's a minor hamstring complaint. Um, they, they do play very different positions, which Maisie uh, is probably a little bit more of a read-to-play type player and, um, yeah, doesn't have to run quite as much as, as Max does. So I think Max's test is going to be a lot more, um, yeah, rigid and... Um, They'll be pushing him pretty hard on Friday to make sure he, he can reach those top speeds because that's that's his one word. That's what he does best. He he uh, yeah outruns his opponent. So that, that'll be the difference in those those two cases, I suppose. Yeah. And we know uh, that Geelong are very fit at the moment. The team's fit. The uh, the next six players down are fit, or even the next ten players. But could there be a surprise if Max doesn't? Because you did uh, you did debut a few other young blokes this year. Yeah, I don't know if there'll be a surprise. Like, there's, there's, uh, I think every every good, well, any team that wins a, a flag needs to have about 
you know, 25, 26 players that can um, do the job if you need to call on them. So, um, well, there's some really good players waiting in the wings. Um, if they do decide to get, uh, you know, get called up, uh, you've, you've got guys like Parford, Menegola, um, Dalhouse. Like they're, they're sort of seasoned guys that aren't going to come in and, um, be overawed by the occasion. So, um, yeah, whether whether Maxi uh, gets up or not, I, I think they're going to be pretty confident with whoever they bring in. And we uh, last time we spoke to you, uh, I think have we said, has the Collingwood Geelong game been since then? Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah, did you feel? Awesome. Obviously, with the two lead-up games, the semi and the prelim, how did you go running the two different games? Yeah, running uh, sort of different messages. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I, the prelim was a lot more relaxed than the, the qualifying final, uh, mm. so that'd be nice if we could if we could reproduce that on uh, on Saturday. Uh, certainly didn't come down to the wire like it did in the, the Collingwood game, where it was just yeah, like I said last time, just so loud and you can barely hear someone a metre away from you. Uh, it was a different feel against Brisbane. We sort of took control a bit earlier in the game and. Um, the last quarter was more about just making sure no one got injured rather than actually taking messages out that were really that instructional. It was just uh, going out to Hawks, Stewie, the, the superstars and saying, um, yeah, basically if you want to sit on the bench, uh, you can do it for the rest of the quarter if you want. We, uh, we just want to make sure that you're right for next week. So And Danger said, was... no way, I'm playing. <laughs> well, what was that? Danger didn't want to come off. No, well, actually, Tommy Stewart, I had, I couldn't get him off either. <laughs> <laughs> he kept kept sending me away, and so yeah, so did Danger. So there was a couple that just um, they just love playing and, and want to be part of it. So um, yeah, I, I couldn't actually get him off the ground. A couple of them. And, and how do you explain that back to the coach? Well, I just I just put the hands out and said, "Look, um, do you want me to actually physically take him off the ground?" And outside of that, I can't I can't help you. So, uh, they just yeah, they just laugh. How difficult um, is match committee this week, considering that you haven't played Sydney uh, since round two? Yeah, and it was a very different game yeah. as well for like many reasons. The uh, buddy obviously kicking the, the thousand. Um, yeah, the way they probably moved the ball that day was very buddy-centric. and um, We were playing uh, a pretty ordinary brand. Like, self, like, admittedly, it, um, we just weren't playing the footy that we wanted to play at that, that stage of the year. So it's really not a game you can take too much out of, mm. especially when it was sort of four months ago. Um, and, and on the SCG, different dimensions, ground, so... You just sort of tend to look at, at the recent form more so than the time that we played. And there might be a couple of matchups that you, that you reflect on that might have gone a bit better um, had we done it a different way. But um, generally speaking, you're just looking at what they're doing recently and I'd imagine they'd be doing the same with us because we're, we're sort of changed the way we played a little bit since that, since that game. Something, something a bit left to centre here, which is what I like to do, Shannon, is uh, how many kilometres... Do you wear a GPS unit? Uh, well, I, I, I got banned because uh, I had the iWatch on. Apparently, I can receive messages on that, so it, it's, a, it's an illegal device to have, <laughs> to have on. Um, I did wear a Garmin... Uh, 
for one game just to check it all out. So it's, it's, it's nowhere near what it used to be. There's all rules around yeah. uh, what you can and can't do now as, as the runner. Um, okay. used to be you just go out there to abuse a bloke and then come back off. But, uh, <laughs> well, I'm just wondering on the on the high performance side, though, if you wore a Garmin and you're like yeah. a player, you review your performance and where you, you know, where you delivered most of your messages. So the next week you go, geez, I delivered a lot of messages to this area of the ground. Why is yeah. that? And then you go back to the coach and say, listen, I'm reviewing the Garmin data. I spent a lot yes. of time in this part of the ground. Why is yes. that? Can you guys talk about that? Because we've obviously got an issue there. Yeah, well, I can basically tell them because some guys will just tell me after the game, just say, I didn't see your all game. And I, it means I was probably just given the forwards a, um, instruction or just given the yeah. mids. Um, so I don't, like, I don't really need the, the watch to tell me who I didn't, didn't speak to. I sort of get a good feel for that. Like, the players let me know because they, they actually like like me coming out and getting around them sometimes yeah, so yeah. Like um, yeah, there's a bit of uh, player feedback that, that'll let me know where, where the most issues in the ground are happening but um, yeah like, other than that I, I only just put it on just to just for yeah, I know, just to see what I, what I was actually doing and it's just another fitness session for me so <laughs> and put it in the bank put 100%, 100% <laughs> and your messages so so Scotty yells down the phone you know Tell the bloody hawk to whatever, you know, and a few expletives. Do you soften that message? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I do sometimes because, uh, well, well, at other times that I don't, like, there's some players that just say, just give it to me between the eyes, I'll actually appreciate it more. So um, I usually have a disclaimer at the end. That was from the coach, not me. <laughs> <laughs> or do you have a licence? Uh, yeah, no, they're, they're pretty good. As long as the actual message is... You know, clear in the, in the instruction. They don't mind how I say it. Um, sometimes they will say say it exactly as it came out of my mouth. So that's that's when you know that they're uh, yeah they're a bit angry and they're probably watching you take the message out. So sometimes <laughs> you do that. But um, yeah, generally speaking, uh, yeah, I put my own little spin on it and just make sure the instructions clear. Yeah. Um, and I have had times where I've forgotten what they said and I just made it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> There hasn't been anything uh, anything too uh, important, obviously. Sometimes they send you out for ridiculous stuff, so you can put your own spin on things. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, we saw uh, Danger last week, his, his start to the game, and, and we see that he's on. Internally at the moment, is he cherry right, ready to go? Is, is, can you see it? Can you feel it? Yeah, absolutely. No, he was, he was awesome last week. Um, and obviously, uh, yeah, it didn't take long for him to get his hands on the footy and um, that was my first message for the game which is to come out and just say mate <laughs> you're on tonight um, there's no doubt about it just sort of give him a pump up but um, he, uh, when he when he's up and about like it, it's not just what it does for him it's uh, it certainly lifts everyone around him um, and yeah I think he's he's, he's in a great headspace he's um, yeah excited as anyone really about the week you could you can sort of get a sense that he's ready for a big one and um, but at the same time I guess this team isn't reliant on him just to be that person to, to get the job done. I think that's the, the shift in this team over the, the past few years they're not as reliant on the big guns just to, to have you know massive games to win it. We've got uh, the improvements come from the young guys that have come in and um, and that's certainly taken the pressure off guys like Paddy to, to have to win it on his own. And we see when he's on like, well I can see when he's on 
but does the team have to? Do the players have to sort of adjust just fractionally when he's on because he's so ferocious, you know, ferocious at it? It's uh, yeah, yeah. I think you, you make those in-game adjustments all the time, whether it's just Paddy or another player that's just sort of you know on fire. Like you can't have set rotations for the for the whole game planned out because. Yeah, you might get a guy that's just just caught fire for a little bit, and you're like, "Well, I don't want to put him out and put him on the bench." Um, let's see, let's see where he can take it for us. And um, yeah, sometimes you make those adjustments. You just send it back on on the ground, or or you put someone else in that position just to make sure they can stay where they're going to be best served for the for the side. So that's the sort of um, stuff that uh, makes some of the. Uh, coaches takes them to another level from just being able to give the team instruction during the week but able to get a feel of the game um, as it's happening and, and making sure that the right players are in the right position. I would I would suspect that uh, someone like Parker might line up with danger in the centre. So he's probably not going to get it perhaps as easy as what he did last week. Will you try and orchestrate another matchup where he can get a bit more freedom away from Parker? Uh, I, I don't think we'll, Paddy will shy away from whatever matchup he gets. Um, but like the beauty of if someone really tries to lock down Paddy, um, you, you've got other guys that can can do damage in different ways. Um, so that's that's a, an advantage in itself because Luke Park is a bloody good player, mm. <laughs> and if, he, if he's worried about Paddy, um, then that's. I see that as a bit of a win for us more so than him doing his own thing. So um, there, there might be little ways that you, you put blocks on and things like that around the ground just to, to free him up and let him do his thing. But um, it, it can be hard at times to orchestrate a, a match-up when, when certain guys are following certain guys around. Yes, yes. What about Buddy? Have you have you spent much time thinking about him this week and uh, and uh, the matchup for for Buddy? If he, when, you know, if he does catch fire, or or uh, you're hoping that uh, you can, well, you know, one of the Cats players can do a Stephen May on him and just keep him quiet. Yeah, well, certainly hoping we can keep him quiet. Um, he's yeah, obviously a superstar of the game, and when he's at his best, he, he's very hard to stop. But um, I think. Yeah, right across the ground, we're, we're thinking about matchups. It's not any one in particular that really um, is really jumping out at us right now. Um, we, we believe we've got the one of the best back lines in the comp, um, so it becomes a bit of a joint effort around guys like that. You can't just put it on one one player to to blanket him and get the job done. It's a little bit uh, team defence. It's pretty boring sort of thing to say, but like it's. It's the modern game these days. It's not. Mm. It's not your one-on-one matchups that it used to be. Your Kerry Jakovic type type matchup that everyone's going to be watching. Um, yeah, we've got guys like Colour Jasmine, Sammy, Sammy DeConning, and, and obviously Tommy Stewart float, floats mm. around and reads the play as well as anyone. So hopefully those guys working in tandem uh, will will take care of uh, a superstar like Bud. Do you think um, Sydney will allow you to play an extra behind the ball, or do you think uh, they'll try and get that matchup? Yeah, they they tend to they tend to like even numbers, so I imagine that they'll probably try and match it up. But um, there's always uh, an ace up the sleeve come grand final day, so you can never be a hundred percent sure as to what they're going to do. Um, yeah. But you know, like we, we have what ifs, I suppose. Uh, what if meetings uh, every week, on, depending on whoever we play we're like well we think it's going to go this way but what if what if what if this happens mm. um, 
there's a whole book full of what ifs, basically, and yeah. um, you can generally, uh, yeah, make the adjustment if you need to as the game's happening. So, uh, runner on the weekends, what, what, how much input during the week are you, are you having? You sound like you're sort of right in the middle of it. Um, yeah. yeah, you need to be across most things. So I, I sit in on pretty much every meeting, um, except match committee, really, because it sort of conflicts with the, with the other part of my role. But um, generally speaking, I'm, I'm out in the track for. Well, I've been joining in actually, been playing with the boys uh, in their match practice. Um, and yeah, I sit in on as many meetings as I can. Just so when they do give me instruction down the phone, it's not foreign to me. Not like I need to understand what they're trying to get done, basically, um, so I can get done as quick as possible. Because you've only got 90 seconds out out on the on the ground to actually get it done. Um, and when when play's going, you might have to get the three players, for example, and you've got to avoid obviously giving away that dreaded free free kick that no runner wants to give away. So you want to avoid the play, but also you need to get up beside a beside a player and, and make sure he knows uh, what the instruction is as well. So, um, yeah, generally I, I really want to be totally across what they're trying to do so mm-hmm. I can be as clear as possible in as short amount of time as possible as well. And uh, the fantastic and great Eddie Betts, he's uh, been down there and he's assisting. How, yes. how much of a help has he been for young Tyson Stengel? Oh, he's brilliant. Um, Eddie and I, so I've, we've been doing some forward uh, coaching together, Eddie and I, and we've we've got a great love for the for the small forwards, the two of us. Um, it's uh, they, they don't uh, get as much love as they, they deserve. The small no, forwards. they don't. I, I might be, I might be a bit But the the boys have absolutely loved having Eddie down. Like he's just got a presence about him and. Um, and obviously the work he's done with Tice has been, been awesome. It's not only for his on-field stuff, but he's, a, he's an awesome uh, emotional support and off, off-field support for Tice as well. Tice goes yeah. around to his house two or three times a week for dinner. And, um, yeah, he's just, uh, he's just been a, he's like two or three days a week, just a, an awesome um, vibe really to, to come into the club and um, just add to the program. And I've, I've, I've absolutely loved being able to work with him um, with the smalls, it's um, yeah a bit of a, a small passion of mine. The small forwards, and um, I think they've appreciated just having other people that have played the role that understand how difficult, I suppose, it can be at times. Um, sometimes you can you can get a guy come as a, as a coach, say he might have been a fullback his whole career, and all of a sudden he's coaching the small forwards. It's uh, yeah, yeah. the understanding might not be there, so I think they've appreciated having guys be still in that role that, that know what uh, what they go through. He'd still be kicking the snags from the sideline and, and showing the boys That's how it's done. That's basically what we do for, for <laughs> of training. We just go to the go to the pocket and uh, and kick snaps for, yeah, for twenty minutes, and then and then we join in the training after that, and then we finish with snaps from the pocket. So just, I've got a good understanding is uh, how he got so good at it. That's for sure. Very good. Now uh, with uh, your involvement, of course, so close to the players, and uh, both you and Eddie, um, does that get your ticket onto the barge on Friday? Uh, uh, onto the barge? Uh, oh, the barge! Yeah, no, <laughs> you're not on it. No, I was. Uh, I was Can't hoping to be like a little pink dinghy for the runner, just <laughs> attached, to the, uh, attached to the coaches. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I was going to float that past Gill and see. I thought that would have been a pretty cute idea, but um, well, he didn't no. say no to danger bringing his boat, so uh, well, maybe you can do that. 
that's a fair call. Yeah. Uh, Gil's yeah, got look, his hands full. I won't give up on that just yet. You've, uh, you've inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, Mate, I'll down, see how I go. Down along this time of year, apart from Billy Brownless, who's who's the ex-player that's come strutting around and uh, thinking he's... Uh, oh, it'd be Cameron Ling. Is, there, is it Lingy? Yeah. Is it Moons? Or? Yeah, well, Lingy, Lingy, I think, is getting the nod to, to give the... I did hear that, present, yeah. ...present the cup, yeah. So... He's got a bit of head wobble about him at the moment. <laughs> and, uh, been sending messages to the boys that are involved at the club and making sure we don't ruin his day. Uh, <laughs> it's all about him apparently uh, now. So um, yeah, no, he's he's certainly one that stood out. Um, I saw Peter Bacardi floating about um, yesterday. Gaz Ablock was in at the club yesterday, so that's nice. Yeah, um, yeah it's always nice actually just to have the. The past players uh, work their way through. I think uh, a lot of them are, have planned a, a night, a, a day and night to, to watch it together. So uh, hopefully it's uh, yeah one where we can come back to and have a few drinks with them and hopefully celebrate a win would be even better. It would be, it would be, mate. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you so much for fitness in, mate. Uh, it's all been a thrill this final series catching up with you. And uh, look, all the very best for the Cats, mate. Yeah, loved it, boys. And then Oracle, who who'd you say was was going to get up? Oh, I thought uh, the Swans might. I thought the Swans might get up. I think the two McCartan boys will make yeah, it a bit right. tough for you. And but anyway, he's normal. And your track record's no good. I'm hearing. So no, the track so record's take... pretty ordinary, yeah. actually. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> Geelong win by plenty, mate. So yeah, you'll be right. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mansy. Thanks, you, mate. guys. Bye, bye. Very good. The two-time premiership oh, cat and superstar. Love. That talking, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. How close? No, no, you can't get closer.